नमस्ते वे आर विथ गौतम जी वंस अगेन फॉर आर नेक्स्ट पॉडकास्ट गौतम थैंक यू सो मच फॉर योर टाइम मोस्ट वेलकम नेक गौतम वेरी ऑफन देर आर डेवटीज हु राइट ई मेल्स और कॉमेंट्स टॉकिंग अबाउट साधना एंड यू नो दे फील ए सर्टन डिग्री ऑफ रेस्टलेसनेस और अनईज एंड वन एस्पेक्ट आई हैव फेल्ट that is very important to a sadhak is their diet when they you know begin to get serious about their spiritual life mm-hmm. and so much so that bhagwan ramana was very clear where he said if there's one thing that a spiritual aspirant must be very careful and measured about it is their food because that directly has an impact on the quality of one's mind mm-hmm. So I felt if uh, you know we could have a discussion around diet in general sure from the perspective of a sadhak and their spiritual practices yeah of course it's a good topic to discuss uh you see nick as is uh, commonly known in the ashrams across india for example we always find vegetarian food being served and not only vegetarian food but non spicy food so there are reasons for this you see because simple satvic food is what is ideal to calm the mind otherwise ashrams will be serving spicy masala filled non vegetarian food isn't it correct so there are reasons for all these things these are not just moral reasons these are reasons concerned with the mechanics of the body and the human mind and what calms the mind what agitates the mind and so on and so forth and also why do we go to ashrams is to calm our minds to get away from the world so to speak and take rest so food becomes an integral part as you may know of any ashram Of course it goes much beyond that it's also the way the food is served the bhav with which it is served because you see those are vibrations so when people eat the food not only are they eating the food but they are ingesting the vibrations with which the food has been prepared yes and the example you gave of bhagwan ramana maharshi he himself would go into the kitchen and supervise the food being made you see so it's all the more important to realize this because food alone is one aspect but what comes with it what is the mental makeup of the person cooking the food what are the thoughts in their mind while food is being prepared why do you think many sages refuse to eat at restaurants because they don't know who is preparing the food they don't know if there are fights in the kitchen going on leave alone the quality of the ingredients that's a different matter you see so it is a much more holistic subject than just the food itself because we are directly dealing with the mind and when i say mind i'm referring to the thinking mind which is the ego so there's a direct link So you know I would also want to ask you about the quantities of food that people consume like I can imagine if one wants to sit for meditation and if they overeat they are going to feel sluggish and sleepy yes 
again you don't want to starve yourself and feel uh, you know because then your mind is only going to be at your stomach right so you know your quantities your habits uh, you know like having a good routine getting up on time eating on time i also feel is very essentially important as it becomes a practice and discipline yes absolutely you know and uh, because you see each body has its own biorhythm also so not only eating at the right time but the quantity because you see if you eat more than you should that means you're eating in unawareness that's the fundamental point it's probably a need based eating or some other reason because otherwise why would you eat more than you should right it's un- an unconscious pattern and uh, that is what makes us also sluggish as you said uh, inertia sets in we we become tamasic whereas what is needed is a satvic frame of mind a satvic diet so as you rightly pointed out this is another aspect you see the quantity we eat the way the food is prepared all this comes into the picture now i would like to digress a bit Mm. because i remember that i had marked this most beautiful paragraph in a book called luminous life so when you mentioned to me that you'd like to do a podcast on food i thought of this paragraph so i'll just read it now this miraculous process of a plant being in the right place at the right time facilitates the process of photosynthesis whereby sunlight bonds carbon dioxide and water to create sugar when humans and animals consume plants that bond is dissolved once again dividing the sugar into carbon dioxide and water the carbon dioxide is eliminated via the lungs and the water via perspiration and urination what does this leave behind it leaves only light within the organism so in essence we human beings live on sunlight plants absorb the formless energy of light from the sun and store it in their leaves when we eat those plants we literally ingest frozen light we use it and what remains is its formless essence light you see nick this point is overlooked by almost all of us what the author here is saying mm-hmm. is that when we eat plants we are ingesting the light which has been absorbed by the plant itself what is that light it is the light of consciousness that is how sacred the act of eating is so when there are prayers in all religions there are prayers before eating it is recognizing the sacred act of eating but today when we eat it's all completely unaware eating we are just doing it to fill our stomachs to uh, tickle our taste buds not realizing how sacred and holy this act of ingesting food is you see that is a very big thing here we don't realize that uh, look at how a plant itself is sacrificed for the human being in the consumption of it 
are we grateful to that plant that it has pulled in the energy of the sun and we have consumed it that is that is how valuable the plant is you see and uh, now this takes us to a delicate topic of you know the diet being vegetarian or non vegetarian and so on and so forth because there are various views on the subject and this podcast is not about taking any position as such because you see now you may be in a climate where no vegetables grow and conditionally you are your race has been eating non vegetarian food so i don't want to touch upon that aspect hmm. but what we have to keep in mind is that what we eat as i said is a vibration now if we are eating non vegetarian food what is the vibration of the animal that has been killed for our consumption what is its vibration before it dies is it of fear is it of terror most likely it is because we have now been exposed to videos on social media of slaughterhouses and all which show very inhuman deeds being done there right so that vibration which is in the flesh in the meat if we consume that what happens it affects our vibration our minds so you see this is how careful we have to be now of course there are yogis who have transcended all this there are non vegetarian yogis i have met many but we are not at the level of transcendence as they are you see we are we are talking of us ordinary people so let's just look at it in this real way that you know how is the food prepared be it veg non vegetarian what is the the condition behind its preparation if it's animals how are they treated how are they looked after and so on and so forth yes and that is why i do feel that a lot of uh, malpractices which show the greed of human consumption with factory farming and so on and so forth are being exposed now people didn't realize it you see people didn't realize this behind the scenes activity how gruesome it was that is coming to light now earlier it was there but nobody knew about it so now all this is coming out into the open so since we were discussing food i thought i would touch upon this subject also yes absolutely and i'm glad you did gautam because this is something uh, when someone has discussed this with me i tell them see it is your moral duty to find out the source of your food how it is produced and uh, just be aware of how it comes to you because you know today things may be very neatly packaged and available right in a shelf but uh, the industrialization of our food chain did not uh, exist a few hundred years ago and uh, the extent that corporations and greedy entities can go to like i heard uh, recently from someone that they've created machines to milk cows and uh, the person who told me this said in many cases the cows get injured and they actually see blood drip into the milk yes so now you know one cannot deny this and sort of be in their bubble that no no it doesn't matter you know they say ignorance is bliss that doesn't apply here 
and uh, if you can take the trouble to s- find out where your food is coming from uh, whether it be vegetarian or anything uh, you know whether it's being treated humanely uh, you know that i feel is your moral obligation i wouldn't encourage people to go and look at those videos because they are quite unbearable for many like but it's very important they don't make the assumption that everything's okay and it's as it's packaged and shown because uh, the suffering there is uh, beyond one's uh, I-, i don't know i don't even want to talk about it right but one has to reconcile uh, with this that with the animal kingdom and um, you know just don't ignorantly continue and then it's fine if you uh, find a conscious source i think that point you've raised gotham is very important yes uh, nick you see there are two things here when you said about ignorance is bliss one is that we are no longer ignorant because everything is now exposed especially on social media so we have that we don't have that defense anymore because now we are aware the point is what is our action after we are aware the other is you see this whole food industry like all businesses is consumed by greed and making more money and at the other end of this unfortunately is the poor animals who can't defend themselves you see so what has happened is as our greed has made us blind to the suffering of other species on the planet that is what has happened and the cost we are paying is enormous today because we have seen what all is going wrong on the planet you see so therefore food what we consume in the awareness we consume it its impact on our mind which i keep coming back to because when we consume it it becomes part of us part of the food you consume is still within you yes so what part is that is that something which makes you peaceful light and happy or is that something which pulls you down energetically you see i have also read about uh so much research on this subject of food and meditation and so on and so forth now what i would like to add here is the mind this is my first hand experience when i was eating non vegetarian food years and years ago maybe 10 years ago there was a quality of dreaming which i never used to have before and after that it was a phase i was going through and i concluded and then i spoke to a friend who was a therapist that these dreams because they were kind of life negative dreams associated with animals these dreams were nothing but the pain of the animal i had picked up on in the semi conscious state which is the dream state so can you see the direct impact on the dream state itself you see so they impact us in ways we are not aware of these vibrations and that is why we have to take care that is why now you know even eating at restaurants we don't know you know we may enjoy the food i enjoy going to restaurants but how aware are we 
are we grateful and thankful to the food placed before us you see all these become part of our spiritual practice it doesn't end at just being eating sattvic food yes the awareness with which we eat it you see now sai baba if i'm not mistaken laid great emphasis on annadan giving food there's a reason for it because not only is most obvious you see food is life food is consciousness but what happens with that the human being gets the ability to grow as a human being that is the gift which is being offered to someone when you provide them food it's not just okay you're going to survive of course that is there that is the obvious explanation but as we said in the beginning as i read out the passage food is nothing but sacred light which is the light of consciousness and that is what we are gifting someone else so annadan is in fact even more significant and symbolic than just literally giving the food absolutely and gotam one other last aspect i would like to talk to you about is uh, one thing i recommend to people is you could try this as an experiment yourself like say for example you have some particular food habits that you're used to and now that you're aware maybe by hearing this podcast or you know some friends have recommended something and you are serious about your sadhana for a week maybe they could just make a few changes not something drastic just some lighter food uh their quantities could be uh you know moderated and see for a week how you feel and uh, try going back to you know what you were doing earlier and if you feel lighter feel more at peace and calm then that's taking you in the right direction yes absolutely well mm-hmm. said and you know also one touchy aspect is wastage of food which could be another conversation in itself but if you are a baba devotee uh then that certainly by any means uh, should be something that uh, you would never engage in or uh, like it would be a crime so to speak because unfortunately the food industry these hotels the five stars there's so much wastage of food right it is an absolute shame i know i know it's very sad you see but these industries because they make so much money that for them that wastage is irrelevant because the profits they have made in serving the food far higher than what they lose in the wastage so they don't care that is what has happened that's the imbalance you see that is the imbalance in society now because everything is driven by profit correct but i feel also a new paradigm may come where like literally now life has pushed us to a point where either you awaken or you die yes. because those current old patterns cannot continue to exist because it's not sustainable anymore right and if people don't change their ways and awaken yes uh, literally it's like you either wake up or you die correct correct and we are seeing that happening in any case so these are interesting times and it's a wake up call to be more aware yes and i think food is a brilliant uh, subject to be more aware on so wonderful gautam it's been very nice speaking with you about this and i hope it answers devotees questions especially around sadhana and uh, they are able to uh, it will be an aid to them having an experiencing more peace yes absolutely 
Yeah, wonderful, Gautam. So we hope we can continue these talks with you. Yeah. And thank you as always for your time. My pleasure, Nick. Uh-huh. Namaste, Gautam. Namaste. Thank Take you. care. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye.